0: .com Thanks for spending time with me and let's go into the show. I'm excited to announce that we just launched my new book, The Fasting Transformation: A Functional Guide to Burn Fat, Heal Your Body and Transform Your Life with Intermittent and Extended Fasting. If you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know that I'm a huge advocate of fasting. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting helps balance your blood sugar and improve your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in the body, how it optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning and activate stem cells for deep cellular healing. Guys, I go through how fasting, I go through all the best science and research on intermittent and extended fasting and how to utilize it to help prevent or even heal from cancer, autoimmune conditions, digestive disorders, and neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Guys, the book goes over all the various research and practical applications for daily intermittent fasting, partial fasting, and extended fasting. This book is designed to help inspire and empower you to embrace a fasting lifestyle while also enjoying tasty and healthy foods at the right time to improve your metabolic flexibility and energy efficiency so you can burn fat for fuel and have all day energy. You are going to love this book. So check it out. You can get it on Amazon.com. We also have a website, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. That's drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. You can learn more about it. And of course, you can pick the book up on Amazon. You're going to love it. Thanks so much, guys. So this podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on low energy there's so many people that are struggling with fatigue throughout the day and it's causing them not to be able to be as productive as they want not to be as good of a mother or father or husband or wife and it's just impacting every area of their life and so there are things that we are doing that sabotage our energy i'm going to go through the eight most common things that i see And you're probably going to be surprised when you hear number seven and number eight and they're probably the most valuable areas especially for anybody that is health conscious you're probably addressing the other ones but number seven and number eight those are key ones that you have got to pay attention to and so i know you guys are going to get tremendous value out of this podcast and if you wouldn't mind subscribing to our channel that way you get updated whenever we uh, we put up a new podcast. And also leave us a review. Your reviews help us reach more people and impact more lives. Thanks so much for doing that. And let's go into the show. Hey, guys, it's Dr. Jockers. And today we're talking about low energy, eight common things that ruin your energy. And there's so many people that I work with on a regular basis that are just chronically fatigued, we're gonna talk about that in this presentation, really show you exactly what you wanna avoid and what you wanna do to have great energy. And so your main energy robbers are number one, alcohol. Alcohol depletes a lot of our B vitamins, in particular, B1 and B12, okay? As well as folate, coenzyme Q10, magnesium, potassium, vitamin C, zinc, and glutathione. When we take in too much caffeine, that depletes our B vitamins, potassium, magnesium and zinc. And so it's very easy to take in too much caffeine, sugar and refined non-fermented flour-based foods, they're going to deplete different B vitamins. The main B vitamins these things are depleting, B1, B2, vitamin B6, folate which is B9 and B12. Okay? On top of that, sugar and refined from non-fermented flour-based foods also deplete calcium and magnesium, as well as zinc. So magnesium and zinc, there's huge deficiencies in our society in those, and they're very important for energy productions because so many people are using a lot of caffeine, drinking alcohol, consuming too many processed foods, medications, these are a big player when it comes to depleting our energy. So we have things like coenzyme Q10 that gets depleted, different B vitamins, magnesium, zinc, and others. Okay, and then just being, living a sedentary lifestyle. Um, You know, when we're just stagnant, that's really going to drive down our energy. We're not creating resilience. So that's a big factor with this. Excessive stress. When we're under stress, we are depleting a ton of electrolytes, B vitamins, uh, vitamin C, zinc, a lot of different key nutrients that we need. Dehydration. Okay, so when we're dehydrated, then we're gonna obviously have even more issues. And so uh, that's a big issue. And and so many people are dehydrated and that's a big, big factor we've got to address. Staying well hydrated, you want your body to be like a river. You wanna be constantly bringing in good quality water. That's so important. And then low stomach acid. We are not producing enough stomach acid. We're not gonna absorb iron, zinc. We're not gonna absorb our protein and really break that down into amino acids effectively. We're also not going to be able to absorb vitamin B12 and possibly some minerals like magnesium and calcium. So very, very important stuff. Now, your most common medications that cause fatigue, blood pressure medications, cholesterol medications, PPIs, so that's proton pump inhibitors, uh, benzodiazepines, uh, these are commonly given for for things like anxiety, um, antihistamines antibiotics, pain medications, antidepressants, uh, your anti-nausea meds, anti-anxiety meds, anti-seizure, muscle relaxers, migraine medications. These things deplete us, particularly B vitamins. B12 is a big one that um, gets depleted when we're taking these. Uh, Other things can certainly be zinc. Zinc uh, typically is lowered with a lot of these things. And uh, one thing that's not in there is birth control pills, which do deplete zinc as well which is going to dramatically affect your energy levels. So that's very important to consider. So again, B vitamins, magnesium also gets depleted by by these different medications. And then also antioxidants like glutathione, vitamin C, and coenzyme Q10, which is really critical for mitochondrial energy production. These things all get depleted when we're taking a lot of these medications. And so let's talk about seven steps to improve your energy levels. Number one, got to prioritize good sleeping habits. So critical. Um, you know. We know that sleep is absolutely essential to really good energy throughout the day. So we got to prioritize and have really good sleep hygiene. We want to really focus our mind on gratitude and prayer. Positive, uplifting thoughts play a big role in our ability to have a lot of energy. We got to optimize hydration. So, uh, you know, you want to you wanna drink at least half your body weight in ounces, if not more, ideally away from meals. And I'll talk more about that when I talk about really optimizing your stomach acid. You want to get moving early in the day and often. Got to move a lot, get good quality sun exposure early, particularly early in the day and often as well follow an anti-inflammatory nutrition plan that balances your blood sugar. And then you can use specific supplements that are designed to help improve your brain adrenal connection, your brain thyroid connection, help stabilize your blood sugar, help provide uh, powerful ketones for your brain. And if you're using those kind of supplements, that's also going to help support your energy levels. So let's talk a little bit more about this We know that oxygen is critical for energy production. Most people are taking really short, shallow breaths, and that's stimulating a fight-or-flight physiology. And that's good if we are exercising, but it's not good if we're doing that all day long. So we want to take long, deep breaths. So optimal breathing is really long, deep breaths, and that's going to help stimulate a rest and heal physiology that's what we need. So, long, deep breaths, more like six breaths a minute. So, if you're just sitting and you're working, you want to slow down that breathing. Okay. Short, shallow breaths, again, are going to wear your body down. We want to really take these nice, long, deep breaths. Really, really focus your mind, your heart, and your spirit on gratitude. So, I've got some tips here, but ultimately, you know, just really being positive, being grateful for what you do have in your life. It's so easy for us to focus our attention on what we don't have, we want to really switch that and focus on what we do have, what's available to us, the fact that we're even alive right now. And this will will help your energy so much. You'll just, you'll feel more free. And so a couple things to do with that, just keep a daily journal, three things you're thankful for. Tell someone in your life every single day, how much you appreciate them. um, And then, you know, do your best not to complain, silence the negative negative. And refocus your mind on what you can be grateful for, even in challenging circumstances. What you can be thankful for, what you can be grateful for, and that's going to help your energy. It's going to help your mood, your outlook, and um, you know, it's just going to it's going to help your quality of life so much. And so, water. You know, we talked about half your body weight in ounces, so important. I mean, water plays such a critical role in our body. Seventy-five percent of Americans are chronically dehydrated. And that's going to dramatically affect energy levels. We need water for every metabolic function in our body. So, hydrating your body early in the day and often. So, I typically drink, you know, easily a gallon of water a day. Most of it is between the time I wake up and noon. So, by the time I eat my first meal, which is usually around one or two o'clock, I probably drank three quarters of a gallon. I've really hydrated my body very, very effectively. And that helps detoxify my system, helps lubricate my muscles, my joints, helps really provide the the medium for all metabolic energy production in my body. So really, really good stuff. We wanna be hydrating well. Now, movement, super important, getting out getting moving. So take a walk in the morning, do something, run up and down your stairs, do some squats, You know, even if it's not your normal exercise time, just get out and get moving. That is going to stimulate energy. It's going to improve your circulation, stimulate your lymphatic drainage. It's going to help oxygenate all the tissues of your body. It's going to help reset your neurotransmitters, boosting your serotonin, your dopamine. So you feel good and you've got the energy you need. It's going to help reduce stress and tension on your body. It's going to improve your mood, your happiness, and it's definitely going to enhance your mental clarity and memory. So just get out, get moving also engage in some sort of high intensity exercise as well. And it may be early in the morning, you know, that may be when you do it. But even if you just go out for a walk, then it'd be good to go out and do some sort of high intensity exercise. You know, if your body is able to do that, but doing some strength training, maybe some sprints, things like that can also really, really help your body as a whole. I just wanted to take a quick moment to let you know that this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast is sponsored by our friends at Paleo Valley. They make the most powerful, pure vitamin C supplement you can get. Because unlike most vitamin C supplements containing synthetic ingredients that are created in the lab, Paleo Valley Essential C Complex is made from three of the most potent whole food sources of vitamin C on the planet nothing weird, just food. Check them out at paleovalley.com and use the coupon code JOKERS, J-O-C-K-E-R-S, to get 15% off today. Now, another great thing is to get sunshine early in the day. So when you're able to get quality sun earlier in the day, that actually is going to help, help set your circadian rhythm and help energize your body. So whether it's sunrise or just some early morning sun, so effective for enhancing and optimizing your energy levels. I'm a huge advocate, huge fan of this. Just allowing that UV light actually to activate those neurotransmitters really, really gives you a, a lift Right early in the day, helps keep your energy more sustained throughout the day as well. Um, and then that, that's just uh, obviously key for for, for good uh, good quality uh, energy and then at night you want to make sure you turn all the lights off in your home. so you want a dark environment you can also wear blue light blocking glasses to block out blue light if you're you know using your device or TV or something like that but in the evening time you want you want less sun obviously right so the evening sun is really good you know it's kind of the red light which uh, which is actually very very helpful for your body. Um, but once the sun goes down, you want to minimize your light exposure. That's going to be really important for a good night's sleep. Now, anti-inflammatory diet, I'm a huge fan of a real food ketogenic diet. And the goal of that is to get into ketosis while minimizing the toxins you're exposed to and maximizing good quality healing nutrients. So you're going to focus on grass-fed organic animal products, really good healthy fats, That's going to be things like avocados, olives, olive oil, grass-fed butter, things like that. Wild-caught seafood, you want to use low-carb vegetables, fruits, and herbs you want to use. I'm a huge fan of doing a lot of different herbs, basil, oregano, thyme, rosemary, cinnamon, ginger, cardamom. These are all powerful herbs that you can be using that provide a ton of nutrients. They're also really, really good for gut health and for killing off bad microbes in your body fermented veggies so using things like pickles sauerkraut kimchi uh, these are really really good to be getting in your di- your diet on a regular basis very good for energy because they've got probiotics and enzymes in there they're going to ha- allow your allow you to better digest your food And uh, the better you digest your food, the better you're going to absorb those nutrients. Fermented veggies also really keep for good stomach acid production. Raw nuts and seeds, really great sources of different nutrients. Making sure you're drinking filtered water. So you're filtering out toxic waste that may be in the tap water. And then using natural sweetening agents. So we're avoiding things like Splenda and Aspartame, which Splenda can be really damaging to our gut. To our gut microbiome. And then aspartame is really bad for our brain and our nervous system. Instead, we wanna go with things like monk fruit, stevia, which are natural sweetening agents that don't elevate our blood sugar. And at the same time, they taste great, 100 times sweeter than sugar. So those are really good. So that's what we wanna as a foundation of our diet. Now, to improve our stomach acid levels, because you can do all these other things, but if you don't have good, adequate stomach acid, then you're not going to be able to absorb the nutrients you need. You may end up with things like a B12 deficiency, for example. Number one, we want to use liquid nutrition throughout the day. So we want to take stress off of our gut. So smoothies, you know, things like that can be really helpful, uh, especially if you have a compromised gut, uh, but doing liquid nutrition and then eating your your largest meal at your most relaxed time of day. That's super important because that's going to allow you to take the deep breaths, Get into a parasympathetic state and be able to produce enough digestive juices, enough stomach acid. Using things like lemon or apple cider vinegar, these are bitter herbs. Ginger, that's a bitter herb. Bitters are going to help stimulate the digestive juice production. So whether you have like uh, some pickled ginger or even just munching on a little bit of ginger before your meal, just like an inch of ginger, it's pungent, strong, spicy, spicy. But that bitterness will help stimulate your digestive juices. You can also use lemon and apple cider vinegar. So you put a little lemon in your water, apple cider vinegar, uh, one to two teaspoons in a little bit of water and drink that before your meal. And that can also help stimulate the stomach acid production. Now, uh, we want to hydrate our body well, like I've talked about, but not at mealtime. So if we're drinking a lot of water at our meal, we're going to dilute our stomach acid levels that's not what we want to do. So we want to hydrate well away from meals. Once we get to the meal, we want to avoid drinking as much as possible. And then we want to eat our protein foods at the beginning of the meal, because that way, the greatest amount of stomach acid is going to be at the bottom of the stomach. And so if we load up on vegetables and, and eat the meat last, the meat is going to excuse me, the meat is going to be sitting on top. It's not going to get as much concentrated acid. So we want to eat the meat first, allow it to drop to the bottom, get the concentrated acid there, and then um, and then eat the vegetables because they don't need as much uh, they don't need as much um, um, stomach acid. So we eat the vegetables later. So ideally, the way we would do it is about fifteen minutes before your meal, you drink like water with apple cider vinegar or lemon, something like that, and then that's preparing you for the meal. And then you go ahead. You start your meal, and you start with some fermented veggies. You may also chew on a little bit of ginger, you know, before your meal, or you start with, you know, a few uh, spoonfuls of fermented veggies or a pickle or something like that. And then you go ahead and you eat your protein-based dish, and then you go ahead and you eat your vegetable-based dishes. That would be kind of the ideal scenario to help optimize the amount of stomach acid right there on the meat. Where it, where it should be, okay. So that's that's key. And then we want to wait at least thirty minutes after our meal, maybe even an hour before we start rehydrating our body. So these are the tips to improve our stomach acid. So all these things are going to really help with your energy. You know, my top go to supplements are my Adapt Strong, which is a powerful supplement for your brain adrenal connection. There is uh, powerful herbs in there like rhodiola. Schisandra. um we've got uh, Eleuthero, which is Russian ginseng, or or uh, yeah, and so we've got that in there. We've got some B vitamins, we've got vitamin C, and we also have uh, some. We have some glandulars as well, so so adrenal glandulars, which help provide adrenal hormone. And so this is what I take in the morning. Really gives me great energy, mental clarity. I'm most productive early in the morning. I love taking the Adapt Strong. And then this is a great one as well to help get ketones into our system. This is the Keto Edge, which has adaptogenic mushrooms, things like cordyceps, reishi, mataki um, So some powerful mushroom herbs that are really good for the immune system, really great for energy. Those adaptogens really help give us Energy and mental clarity and help our body. This supplement also has branched chain amino acids. This is what I take before my workouts um, or sometimes after my workouts for great performance. Okay, so this is a really great performance enhancement tool right here, the keto edge. And so if you enjoyed this, you know, certainly subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. If you have questions, comments, certainly uh, go ahead and ask. And my team and I will do our best to help you guys. Be blessed, everybody. Hopefully you guys have a wonderful day. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go.